In today's show, we're recapping all of the action from Thursday. Some news on Victor Oladipo as well. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. We have stuff to talk about. Some news, some games, some waiver wire stuff we're going to look at. Gilly? Warney? Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Victor Oladipo. He is set to make his season debut on Monday. Do we care? Well, we care a little bit because we're going to watch how he plays and and where he is in, in the rotation. But no, in general, we don't. For fantasy, I am not adding him in 12-team formats or 10-team formats or anything shallower. I'm probably not adding him in 14-team leagues. The thing that gives me a level of pause there is the absence of Kyle Lowry. But if Lowry and Hero and Robinson and Struess and Vincent and all those guys are healthy, I just don't think that Victor Lodipo, A, is going to be healthy enough to play enough minutes, B, has that role large enough, or just gets enough shots, which would be C, in that you know naming standard, nomenclature situation. I wouldn't add him. Let's also not forget that he was bad. He was bad before the surgery. Maybe the surgery was causing him to be bad. Probably it was. Or, or the injury leading to the surgery was causing him to be bad. But he struggled for a long time. In Indiana and in Houston, he was just taking a ton of shots and not hitting hitting it, hitting any of them. So hopefully shot selections improve. I, I just don't see it. Maybe there will be a situation where Oladipo has some stream value. I can, I can see that for sure. But I'm not grabbing him thinking that he's going to change things around. We are in the fantasy playoffs. And if we're not in the fantasy playoffs, we're really bloody close to it. Like We're really bloody close. So getting a guy who's going to be on limited minutes and going to sit back-to-backs, I think has a two-game week coming up as well at some point in the next few weeks, um, and has other players at his position, I don't think it's a recipe for success in the fantasy playoffs. I'll let someone else deal with it. See who they drop. Maybe they drop someone good to add Victor Ladipo. Not for me, though. Nick Stauskas signed in Boston and with Jalen Brown out, although Brown could return in the next couple of games. And then Aaron Neesmith going down with what Ima Yudoka said is day-to-day, but also a serious ankle sprain. There might be some minutes on the wing. Stauskas, of course, scored 57 points. What, of course, you might not know. He scored 57 points in the day in the G League. Um, so, yeah, look, they need wings. They need some scoring. They need some shooting options there with um, with that roster the way it is and with the absence now of Neesmith and, and maybe Brown. Don't add Stauskas in any leagues, but... He might get some run. Miles Turner posted an update today saying that today today was day one if he's running return. So like if day one of running as he gets back. Now, normally I'd look at this and say, you're running now. Are you actually going to get back and play this season? There's no point. There's also no point in Malcolm Brogdon playing. And he played 40 plus minutes last game. So I think we will get Miles Turner returning at some stage. Probably after the 20th of March would be a guess. Maybe even later. And he might not return. And again, like so many of these guys that are injured, we don't know when he's coming back. 
We've still got to think it's at least a couple of weeks away. Unless you've got an open IL slot, it's very hard to hold through these circumstances. We just don't know when he's returning. Again, just running for day one today doesn't sound great in terms of coming back anytime soon. But it's at least some sort of an update as to when he's going to return or some sort of update that he is trying to get back. Um, yeah, trying to get back at this point. Joe Harris isn't trying to get back. He had that second surgery. He's out for the year. Surely nobody still had him in fantasy and we weren't really factoring him into the calculations of how their rotation looked anyway. But he is now officially out for the rest of the season. The top ads over the last 24 hours in fantasy leagues. Number one is Gabe Vincent. Didn't work out too well today, but he was the stream option when Lowry first went down for personal reasons. You would have got two games and a dud out of him if you had had, had have added him then. We don't know how long Lowry's going to miss. He might miss tomorrow. So if you did add Vincent, definitely hold. Isaiah Roby up 15%. Everyone's out again for the Thunder tomorrow. So Roby's got a chance at value, as does Pokyshevsky. He was up 11%. Both of those guys are 12-teamers. Finney Smith up 12. Yeah, pretty good numbers for Finney Smith at the moment. I like that. Malachi Flynn just keeps streaming him in. He's up 11%. Jalen Smith up 11. I like him as a 12-team ad. Lonnie Walker up 10%. Hello. He's in the middle of a massive hot streak. A great 12-team points ad. I'm not 100% sold on him in category leagues, but there is some stream value there. Fultz up 10%. You know I don't agree with that. Uh, Melton up 7 yeah, that's fine. I think that's going to drop off, though. Next week, we could have Dylan Brooks returning. Um, and Thad Young up 6%. Of course, Thad Young didn't play today. And probably not a 12-team league ad anyway. The top drops. These make sense. Well, most of them do. Brandon Goodwin down 29%. Yep, Garland's back. If Garland goes out again, then we can go in there and stream him back in. Avdia down 12%. I would have held on that one. Um, Duarte down 10 No problem. Brissett down 10 Not a worry. Vanderbilt bar down 9 no problem with dropping him. Again, we need to make hard decisions and he's just really not blowing us up with anything good, is he? Devontae Graham down seven, sure. Justice Winslow down seven. Eh, I'd like to hold one more, personally. Plumley down six. Yes, Burke's down six. Not a problem with that at all. Dennis Schroeder down 6%. Yep, absolutely. He's questionable for tomorrow's action. So there's your top ads and your top drops over the last 24 hours. But I'm never... I'm never going to suggest dropping Bet Online because Bet Online is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. Odds, totals, player performance, props. Bet Online remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds as well. So head to that website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet Online is where the game starts. That'll take us into the games. First one, the Chicago Bulls lose. They were up late in this game. Uh, they lose 124-130. I think some of the things happening in Chicago must make Bulls fans a little bit worried about where things are headed. Yes, Lonzo Ball and Alice Crusoe will make a big difference, but there are certain things that are just, they're falling off a little bit. And it gives me confidence in suggesting that I don't really think they've got any chance of making the conference finals. Like that's what I said. Someone asked me that last week or week before. Um, I don't really have that confidence in them. They should have won this one. Weird decision by Billy Donovan, I thought, to play Tristan Thompson and Nikola Vucevic together down the end. That didn't particularly work out. Thompson played 21 minutes, had 8 and 5. We're not adding him. Vuce had 21 and 11. Solid numbers. De DeRozan, 22, 7 and 8 with two steals. Strong numbers. But obviously, it's a gigantic drop-off from the top two fantasy numbers he was putting up. And that is why he was a sell high. 
If you could get a top five or six player, you do it. If you can't, you write it out. He was still good, but he wasn't averaging 38 points on 68% shooting or 58% shooting. That was impossible. This is why he was a sell high. Zach Levine. Um, I'm a little worried about Levine. Like 22, 3, and 7 is good. 57% shooting is good. I'm a little worried that maybe it pops up on the injury report that he's resting tomorrow with a back-to-back with his knee. He just something about it. He just doesn't he just doesn't quite look like he's right. And they've said as much that there's going to be issues with his knee and they have to manage it. Yeah, I'm a little worried about that. Dasunmu played 36 minutes, had 15 points with four assists and a triple one. Another elite shooting night for him. He remains a 12-team league guy until at least both of Caruso and Ball come back. Well, Kobe White had 15 and three threes in 27 minutes. Also five assists. That's good streaming for Kobe White. Well, Javante Green, only 21 minutes. He has dropped off. That's 21 minutes in the last two games. Eight points, two threes. You can move on from him. Jack Armstrong. Get that garbage out of here! Yep, you don't need to hold on to him really at all in 12 or maybe even 14 teamers at this stage. For the Hawks, Trey Young, he was maybe not going to play with that ankle sprain. Ended up playing 38 minutes, had 39 points with seven triples and 13 assists. 10 of 10 from the line and 61%. Just a huge game. 62 fantasy points. Bogdanovich's huge run continues. 20 points with four threes and two blocks. And this time, he did it while shooting poorly. 39%. He's been excellent. And Capella, with no Okongwu and no Collins, played 33. 12 and 11 is... It's, it's all right. The perfect shooting is good, especially two of two from the line. But he just can't really get back to those heights where he's at. He's outside the top 100 this year. 122nd over the last two weeks as well. We're not dropping him, but... Yeah, in the past, saying that, hey, I'm going to consider dropping Capella would have been insane. And now it's like, I don't think so, but I can see where you're coming from. The Italian cock had 11 and 5 in 30 minutes. Danilo Gallinari. Hands off my cock! Just, he's a streamer while Collins is out, but not a high-end one. While Herder had 17 points in 33 minutes. And DeAndre Hunter looks good at the start, 18 points. But his problem again exists. Poor free-throw shooting, one assist, Three rebounds. He just doesn't do enough in those other categories. And we're only looking at him as a stream guy uh, at best for 12-team leagues. Not much else going on there. Gorgie Jen got the backup role with a Kongwu out with those con- uh, concussion symptoms. Let's go on to the second game. The Celtics comfortably handled the uh, Grizzlies here despite the injuries. 120-107. to 107. Speaking of injuries, Stephen Adams did have to go to the locker room for Memphis with an ankle sprain, but he returned and played 26 only four points, which is very Stephen Adams, but eight rebounds and four assists. He's been really good on the assists this year, really bringing that part to his game. And that's giving him value, of course, if you're punting free throws. Morant started out pretty poorly with the shooting, but the volume gets him there. 37 minutes for 38 points, four triples and seven assists, and a perfect eight of eight from the line. Ended with 45% shooting on 29 attempts. His volume at the moment is, it's Isaiah Thomas level, 40% usage. That is huge. Des Bain also... Had some struggles early, but finished with 17 with five triples and seven rebounds on 43%. That's good because he's been outside the top 140 over the last couple of weeks, so we need to get some of that back in action. While Kyle Anderson played 24 minutes, he took some of Zaire Williams' playing time. He only had six points, but five rebounds, four assists, and six steals. That's great from Anderson. Dylan Brooks is probably back next week. I don't really see Anderson as an ad. Jaron had 20 and 7 in his 36 minutes. 36 minutes. Imagine back in the day, like talking about Jaron Jackson getting 36 minutes. We would have uh, blown the lid off it, wouldn't we? It would have been, holy shit, look at the minutes. How do you stay out of foul trouble? But now it's relatively common, which is great. The wave pool had just five points, but he did have two steals. Uh, poor shooting. Yeah, he's fine to have in 12 at the moment, but I do think that's going to disappear pretty quickly when Brooksy returns. Well, Brandon Clark, um, yeah, it's been bad, man. 284th over the last two weeks. 
That's bad. If you're in a 10-team league, I think you consider dropping him. 12, I'm iffy with it. These are not good games. Not at all. Like nine points, two rebounds. They're not good games. So there's probably better options out there in most cases. For the Celtics, Al Horford played 40 minutes. 21-15 with five assists, four threes, and two blocks. He had that red-hot start, fell way off, and now is red-hot again and playing huge minutes. There will be some rests, I'm pretty sure, but he's been great. Him and the Rock DJ, Robbie Williams, are flying. Only 10 points for Williams, but three steals, three blocks, and 12 rebounds. It's excellent. Jason Tatum had 37, 6, and 5, and they started Aaron Neesmith with uh, Jalen Brown out, and Neesmith lasted five minutes before going out with that ankle problem. And then the second half, they didn't start Maximum Derek White. They started Grant Williams, who had 11 points with four, tri- four rebounds and three threes. Grant has some good 14-team league value and probably 12-team stream, top 100 over the last two weeks. As for White, he hurt his elbow late in this game, didn't come back in, but was available too. Just got a bit of a nick on it, a bit of a bunk. Bung, bit of a bang, bit of a contusion. His game was all right, 12 points, two threes, nothing special at all. But because Brown, we don't know, because Neesmith's uh, probably out next game, yeah, you hold on to White. But if he goes back to 21 minutes in a game, no problem moving on. Peyton Pritchard, who was taking some of White's minutes, has dropped way off again, five points in 13. So that gives me some security in what White's role will be as we move forward. And Smart had 18, 2, and 12. Good assists. Not great shooting, but for Marcus Smart, 41% is actually not too bad, considering uh, considering some of the numbers he has offered up in the past. Let's go to the second game. Oops, wrong button. Let's try again. Let's go to the third game. That's the one I meant to push. The Detroit Pistons. They beat the Raptors, 108-106. They always seem to beat the Raptors. Dwayne Casey revenge game. 108-106. Cade is putting up some numbers. 52 fantasy points, 22, 12, and 5. Two steals, a block, and four threes. Top 50 next year feels pretty safe. Um, big numbers coming, I reckon. Jeremy Grant's also playing much better. 26 points, two triples, 57% shooting, eight of nine from the line. He's had This stretch has been really good in terms of his shooting numbers. I'd be prepared to trade if your deadline hasn't passed because I'm not sure he sticks with that. But it's been good. And the Flamin' Galar, Alf Stewart. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of Flamin' Galars. Good game. Now, only 10 and 8, but two blocks and 71% shooting. Really rock-solid 14-team league guy. Back end 12. The depressed penis was poor from the line and poor from the field, in fact, 42%, but 23 and 6 for Sadiq Bay with three threes in 38 minutes. He's been really, really good the last couple of months. And, of course, the Killian Hayes, what are we doing situation arose. Hayes had played 27 and 28 minutes the two prior games, and in this one, he played 18. I'm not going to say he played well because he missed all three of his shots. He did have three assists. But is it really about winning? Is it really about giving Corey Joseph 32 minutes? Of course it isn't. But that's what we got. 5-3-6 and six for Corey, while uh, Hayes had 0-1-3. Hayes remains an assist streamer, but a completely unreliable one because of numbnuts that's coaching this team. I don't think we should be bothered with Kelly Olenek, unfortunately for him. Get that garbage out of here! Five points in 18 minutes, but people are still holding. And the same goes for MC Hamadou Diallo, who had 11 points in 16 minutes. They're just not 12-team league guys, I don't think. For the Raptors, no Van Vliet, no Ananobi, who's out for at least two weeks. Talked about that in the mailbag show earlier today. Out for two weeks at least, and your playoffs are next week. You can't hold that unless you've got open ILs. You can't hold it. See you later. Bye. Love OG, but you've got you, you to move on. It's really helping Scotland Barnes. 40 minutes is big, of course. Again, big minutes. Stupid minutes, in fact. 
21 and 10 with a triple one. Well, Siakam played 43 minutes. 28, 5 and 2 with a steal. Big numbers. Malachi Flynn only 27. Nick Nurse must have hated playing him so few. 11 points with two threes and a steal. As long as Van Vliet is out, which I don't know how much longer it's going to be, but they play again tomorrow. As long as Van Vliet is out, Flynn's the streamer. And then the wiki, Chris Boucher, played 27. He didn't do much with it, 5 and 10. Well, Achua had 18 and 7 in 28 minutes, but of course, just abused your free throw percentage going 5 of 9. They can be streamers, but they're not, under any circumstance, must-roster players. Uh, stinking night from Gary Trent. Actually, that's not true. Because on the surface, 14, 2, and 4 with two steals is all right. He just happened to shoot 17% to get there. And that is one that basically takes you from leading that category to losing that category. That's rough. That is part of the issues that I've had with him in the past. It's just these horrible, horrible shooting notes. Now, he's able to maintain value this year by more assists and more steals, and that's great. But that, those hurt. 17% nights hurt. Well, the big tree had two points in his 20 minutes on 20% shooting. Nothing particularly exciting about his line. And he is not, of course, any sort of 12-team league player. But of course, if you had a fantasy team or a fantasy league for protein bars, the number one pick, the must roster of all must rosters is Built Bars. And in fact, I just fill up my roster with all Built Bars, all the different flavors, all the different varieties, including the Puffs. Have you had them? They are protein-infused marshmallow goodness. And every bar, including the Puffs, is covered in 100% chocolate. We're talking about bars with 17 grams of protein and just 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. These bars taste like candy bars, but they are good for you. And who doesn't want to get themselves feeling better and healthier and ripping out muscle out, just bursting through clothes like the Incredible Hulk? Pants, who needs them? Your quads are going to blow them up with how much protein you're going to be getting in there. So head to built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You get 15% off your order of those delicious and proteiny protein bars. Built Bar is built different. It's the next game. The Miami Heat with a massive win and the Brooklyn Nets with a horrible loss. 113-107, Miami wins it. That is a very, very bad loss for Brooklyn. Miami was without Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, and PJ Tucker, three starters. And they still got the win. Bam Adebayo was really, really good. Bam! 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 30 and 11 with six assists on 80% shooting. 80. Whew. And Tyler Hero's hot streak continues. 27, 4 and 8 on 42% on 10 of 10 from the line. Now, it does help that Butler and Lowry are out. This is a big, big sell-high chance for Hero, I think. 46 fantasy points. And Caleb Martin didn't start, but did start the second half. 37 minutes, 22 and 5, two steals a block on 73% stream. Basically, every time Butler is out, Martin's a great stream. The Winter Soldier played 36 minutes. Max Struess, he was great. 21 points with six threes. He's highly unreliable, though. And he got the start there with Butler out. And I, I don't really think we need to get too excited in what he's going to bring with Oladipo set to return. They did decide to start Omo Yetseva next to Bam Adebayo. I remember so many people clamoring for Yetseva and Bam to start after his run. Yeah, let's move PJ to the bench. They started them together. He played six minutes, Omer, and then never returned. Not injured, just bad. Two points, three rebounds, six, um, six minutes. Yeah, don't need to roster him. Speaking of bad, Duncan Robinson. What? Imagine seeing this as a line from Duncan Robinson. You miss all three of your shots for zero points, but you contribute by getting seven assists. What? Since when? Duncan Robinson is still rostered in over 50% of leagues using our advanced metric. Now I'm going to question how advanced those leagues are if they're still rostering the bloke who's ranked outside the top 200 this season and shows no signs of getting better. But he's still there. 
Gabe Vincent has been a better fantasy asset than uh, Robinson all season. As for Gabe, it was not good. Five points on 22% shooting with three assists and a steal. But as long as Lowry is out, Vincent's a 12-team league guy. For the old Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant returned 31-4-4. Just played a casual 35 minutes in his first game back from MCL surgery. The Nets do some weird stuff with injuries at times, so hopefully nothing happens, but I'm a bit worried. While the Shark, Bruce Brown. Good game from him. 21-4, two steals and a block and three threes. The interesting thing is, Brown had struggled the previous three or four games before this. But then Durant comes back and he played great. I would say he's a streamer, not a must roster. They started Goran Dragic and Paddy Mills went to the bench. Nine points for Dragic with seven assists. Kyrie's back and he's going to play the next three games. So I don't think you need to add Dragic here. While Mills had 14 points in 30 minutes off the bench. Under 20 minutes for Andre Drummond again. The big avocado had eight points and three rebounds. He is now 236th over the last two weeks. And this is what my concern always was with him in Brooklyn. What are the minutes going to be like with Aldridge, with Claxton, with Griffin, playing Durant, playing Simmons at center? How is he going to play enough? And the, and the answer at the moment is he isn't. Is he a hold? Probably. But I don't, I don't know. Aldridge got more minutes again. He did nothing. 5-4 and four in 24. And I don't believe that LaMarcus Aldridge getting 24 minutes is a must-roster guy. But again, he will have the occasional blow-up where you go, that's pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. But I don't think there's any trustworthiness in any of these performances. Seth Curry struggled. 8 points on 30% with two threes. But that's fine. We just hold through that. And Cam Thomas had six in 17. Cam Thomas still rostered for some reason in um, too many leagues, like 30% of leagues. Uh, that is 30% of 12-team leagues. That is, uh, that is way too many. So you don't, need to be, uh, you don't need to be holding him in those sort of situations. The Kings, the Spurs. Kings win it. Good game from them. 115-112. Um, Darren Foxy Fox, 26, 6, and 9, three steals and a block. Really, really good game right across the board. And the pencil, Harrison Barnes. Barnesy. 27 and 5 with four triples and a block. Big game there. In fact, he got to the line 14 times. Weird game from Sabonis. Real weird. He only played 28 minutes. He had some foul issues. In fact, he fouled out. But a usage of under 20%, which is irrespective of the minutes. That's weird. 12, 12, and 6 with no defensive stats. He's obviously been good, but that, that's, that was weird. Extra minutes for Damian Jones. 10 of 7 in 20 minutes there, while Trey Lyles... <laughs> Trey Lyles remains bad. 20 minutes, 9 points. Yep, we saw him start. We saw him get those minutes. We said that's going to enable him to start more games. And then he's played 20 minutes in each of the two starts. Yeah, you can drop him in 12s. I think DiVincenzo's getting the upper hand here for the guards. 29 minutes, 11 and 6, 3 assists, 2 steals, 2 threes. Good 14-team option, I think. Davion Mitchell, you do not need to roster him in 12-team leagues. Get that garbage out of here! And Justin Holiday, you look at it, you get 12 and 4 with nothing else is rough. 29% is horrible. But why is he taking 17 shots? That seems too many. That's Justin Holiday. Why are you leading the team in usage? Anyway, he's not a 12-team league guy. And Jeremy Lamb did what? Nothing? Zero points in nine minutes and missed all six of his shots. That's the thing. Like, there's just so many options here to move around. That how do you how do you focus in on someone? It does appear to be trending towards Divincenzo, but I wouldn't say that he's a guy that we must add in 12 team formats. For the Spurs, Dejounte Murray, good numbers: 29, 12, and seven two steals. I didn't think he was absolutely at his best, but good numbers. While Pirtle had 16, six, and four with two steals and a block, and Lonnie Walker. Hello. 
30 points, 60% shooting with five threes. This game does illustrate the problems with his game. I know that sounds stupid because he had 30 points in 30 minutes, but he had two rebounds, two assists. Like if the shot doesn't go in at a huge volume, at huge percentage, which it did here, he offers very little. He's a good points league option for now. And I don't hate a, a stream in a 12-team category, but there's just nothing else about his game. Absolutely nothing. And he's on fire. He's on a hot streak. I just don't see it lasting. Devin Vassell is not really doing anything to explode. But 14 and 4 with four threes and two blocks is bloody good enough for a 12 team league and he needs to be rostered. Um, you want to talk stinking. What is What the hell happened to Calden Johnson? 16 minutes. No foul trouble. He was just benched for Lonnie Walker, basically. Two points in 16 minutes. More minutes for Trey Jones. More minutes for Bates Diop. 20 minutes for Josh Primo, all at the expense of Calden. 2-1-1 one, one he had on 17% shooting, missed both his free throws. Now, he'd been playing really well. This is atrocious. You do hold him, but that is a... Um, it's just it's it's just a weirdly... Not weirdly bad. It's just a bad game. I think that's... Yeah, just a bad game. Mavericks beat the Warriors again, 122-113. Good stuff. Um, from them, that's, that's the second game in what... The last week that they've got the win over them. Dallas playing well. Now, I know I shit on Jason Kidd a lot as a coach. He made some questionable calls early in the season, but they're playing really well. He's doing a good job. Jordan Poole, 27 minutes, 23 points, two steals, and a block with three threes. He'd been really poor prior to this game, so it's good to see him figure it out. And Clay Thompson returned and had 16 in 28. Now, Clay didn't shoot well, and that's been a problem for him all season. Is it sacrilegious to say that you don't need to hold on to Clay Thompson in, in leagues? In a 10-team league, given what he's contributing and the games that he misses, um, I'm not sure that he's must-hold. Probably would. I'm not sure, though. Steph played 40 minutes. He had 21-5-9. and So, pretty good game. Only got to the line once, though. While Wiggins had one of his better games. Unfortunately, he still kills your percentages. 17-5-5, three steals and a block. 41 from the field and 50 from the line is pretty rough. You still got to hold him, but in like a 10-team category, I reckon you can probably do better than we go. Moses Moody went on fire, like 13 points. He did a lot of that damage late. 16 minutes, 5 of 5 shooting. Steve Kerr said after the game, oh, we've got to make sure we get him more minutes, but it's going to be Moody and Peyton and Kaminga and all these guys you know, dicking each other around for minutes. Peyton had 6 points in 21. He's not a 12-team league guy. John Kaminga had 8 points in 17 minutes with two threes. He's not a 12-team league guy, nor is Moody. Looney had 8 and 9 in 25, and that's solid enough, but it's just really for deeper leagues. Well, for the Mavericks, Luka went crazy. He had, like, I think, 19 in the first quarter. Ended with 41, 10 and 9, two steals. Big field goal percentage and solid enough from the free throws. And Bullock had 14 with four threes, three steals, and a block. And he is probably a 12-team league guy. He's probably a 12-team league guy, uh, Reggie Bullock. Finney Smith had 18 points on 78%. That is going to come down. But at the moment, there's great minutes and solid enough production for him. While Dinwiddie played 29 and had 17 points and 7 assists. It's not the well most well-rounded line with just one rebound and no defense. But he's putting up enough to be a 12-team league guy. And Brunson struggled somewhat, but 14-3 and 4 still holds the value. With Muxy Kleber out, Dwight Powell played 33. He had 13 and 8. That's, that's good. If Kleber misses again, then Powell is a 12-team stream because the other, only other center that played was uh, Davis Bertans, who went scoreless in 11 minutes. And yeah... Quite obviously, you don't need to be doing anything with Davis Bertans to add him in any sort of fantasy league. Let's go to the last game of the night. Another blowout Lakers loss, as apparently is the norm these days. The Clippers beat them 132-111. Really comfortable victory. 
For the Lakers, LeBron played 37 minutes as he unashamedly chases the NBA scoring title. He didn't need to play this much. His knee is rooted. He is clearly playing for that number. Um, that's a lot, man. 26-8-4 with two threes. The season's going nowhere. They're a terrible team. They're a terribly constructed squad. I don't know about this for LeBron. When you're so banged up, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm... I'm a bit conflicted about how... Like LeBron, yep, get the record, no problem. But the way it's going about here, it's... Uh, is it damaging to his health? I, it feels like it is. I'm, I'm a bit worried about it. Anyway, 26-8-4 with two threes. Malik Monk played 29, had 12 points, four assists, and two threes, a steal and a block. Probably should be on a 12-team roster now that they're starting him again, but that can change at any point. While Westbrook had 17-8-3, of course, there was no steals or blocks. There was no threes, and he was a bad shooter. He is the 223rd-ranked player over the last two weeks. I think you still want to hold in most cases, but holy shit, man, it's bad. Dwight Howard started the first half. Camalo Anthony started the second half. Dwight had two points. Mallo had 13. I think Camalo is a 12-team league option um, for his scoring, but otherwise, this team is just bad. They're just really bad. DJ Augustin played 22 minutes, four assists and three steals. That has deeper league appeal. I think he's going to get minutes most nights. I would have hoped for a little bit more from Wenyan Gabriel, who only played the four minutes, but um, just watch. He might ramp up a little bit. For the Clippers, Reggie Jackson was amazing. 36 points in 35 minutes. Now, admittedly, he took 30 shots to get there. But eight rebounds, nine assists, two steals is great. Zubats had 9, 10, and 9 with two blocks in 25. And my man, Isaiah Hartenstein, did it again. 12, 5, and 5, a steal and a block. And Hartenstein, guys, he's a top 100 player over the last two weeks. If he gets 20 a night, which he's not guaranteed to, but if he does, that's a 12-team option. I don't mind adding him. Bit of a dud from Terrence Mann. Only took four shots. Hit three of them, but had nine, four, and four with two steals. Worth holding. Batum's not a hold. Coffee had eight points in 27. He's not a 12-teamer. Canard had 11 in 24. I don't think he's a 12-teamer. And Marcus Morris struggled his way to 14 points in 21. He probably is a 12-team league guy, but again, the, the problem keeps arising. Bob Covington played a lot of garbage time in this game. That got him to 27 minutes. 12 and seven with two threes and two steals. Continues to play well with good numbers, but those minutes are a little bit... A little bit not accurate in terms of where he sits for the rest of the year because he did play a lot in that fourth quarter when they were up by about 30 points. But big win for the Clippers, bad loss for the Lakers. The lines of the night. The monstrous line of the night is Trey Young. Your waiver wire is Caleb Martin. Young gun is Cade Cunningham. And your dart of the night. I tell a man's not hot. It's Keldon Johnson. Let's look at the top 10 players in category leagues today. Number one. Trey Young, then Luka Doncic, Reggie Jackson, Al Horford, Robert Williams, Bam Adebayo, De'Aaron Fox, DeJounte Murray, Jason Tatum, and Cade Cunningham. Your top 10 players rostered in under 50% of leagues. Caleb Martin, yes, if Jimmy Butler's out, stream him. Max Struess, the Winter Soldier at number two, yeah, stream if all those guys are out. Hartenstein, number three, yeah, worth it. Lonnie Walker, yeah, maybe a stream. Kyle Anderson, I doubt it. Kevon Looney, maybe, but probably deeper. Corey Joseph, like 16 teams. Damian Joseph, 16 teams. Uh, Moses Moody. When you look at Modi, Moody, Modi, Moody, 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 Moody. Played well. Steve Kerr reckons he's going to give him more minutes. I don't really trust it, but we can look at him in, in deep performance. Just more of a dynasty guy that I do like. And then DiVincenzo, who I think he's, he might move to 12. He's not quite there, but he might move there. Top 10 players in points leagues. We've got number one, Luka Doncic, then Trey Young, Reggie Jackson, De'Aaron Fox, Despunte Murray, Bam Adebayo, Kate Cunningham, Ja Morant, Al Horford, and Jason Tatum. And guys, that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, 
And there's another one. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. That's it. Forgot what I was supposed to say and on YouTube. Hit a thumbs up. Leave your comments down below. Subscribe. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.